We're happy to have this episode sponsored by Real Mushrooms. You probably already know about some of the great benefits of adding mushrooms to your diet, like better sleep, greater mental clarity, and a stronger immune system, but not all mushroom products are equal. Real Mushrooms is the real deal. Many mushroom companies harvest the mushroom and the grain it's growing on. Real Mushrooms products contain no grains or starch fillers. They're organic, cultivated naturally, and third-party verified for beta-glucans, the compound that makes them so valuable as a supplement. They even have a science and medical team of doctors who ensure that Real Mushrooms meets the highest standards. What I personally love is how informative their website is. Have questions about what mushroom is right for you? They have a robust blog with articles ranging from women's health to what mushrooms are most beneficial to your pet. Want to boost your immune system? Have better sleep and feel more calm? Grab the link in the show notes and get 25% off of your first order. Curiously enough, acupuncture is not just sticking needles into people. It's part of a coherent and observation-based medicine that experienced practitioners of the art have handed down over the centuries. I'm Michael Max, your host and guide of Everyday Acupuncture. Listen in as we explore how you can apply the principles of this ancient medicine in your everyday life. Brian, thank you so much for being on the show today. Before we get into the questions, give us a little quick background on uh, what you do, where you work, what your, uh, what your practice is like. Well, I'm a co-owner of Community Acupuncture of St. Louis, and we're located in the city of St. Louis. And we're a community-style clinic, which means we treat in large rooms uh, and we recline our chairs. We've been open about nine years, a little over nine years, and before that, I worked a year in the Boston area at a clinic. Mm-hmm. So you've and, been at this, you've been, you've got like a decade of experience now. Yep. Cool. All right. The reason why I wanted to have you on the show here is I was out with you and John, what, a week or two ago, and uh, you said something that really caught my attention. You said that you have very few migraine patients now because basically they don't need to come in and see you anymore. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whenever I hear something like that, it, it really catches my attention because obviously our job is to help people as best we can. Since you seem to have this amazing experience with, with treating migraines, I'd like to spend some time here on the show today talking about what people can do on their own behalf, you know, with their lifestyle or whatever, along with acupuncture to get rid of those migraines. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah. So, Where do you want to start? Where is it that you usually start with your patients on this? Say someone comes in, they're maybe on one or two different medications, they've got migraines, right? They've had them, they've had them for a long time. Where do you start? What do you have them do? The first thing I, when I'm intaking them, you know, I get the health history and that. And then I just ask them what kind of lifestyle things have they tried to help with their migraines. And, and actually, I should expand that to help with their headaches. It's not just always migraines. Some people have chronic sinus headaches or tension headaches. And I just ask them, what have they tried? And a lot of people haven't really tried much or they've tried 
different things piecemeal. Like they've tried giving up gluten or giving up chocolate or, and they haven't had much success. I mean, that's why they're seeing me. So that's the first thing. I just wanted to get a little bit of a history. And then I recommend them to a book that I found. A client told me about this book and she said it really helped. Mm-hmm. And actually, I, a couple clients told me about this book. What's the name of this book? So the book is called Heal Your Head Egg, uh, the one, two, three program. Mm-hmm. And it's by David, I'm not going to pronounce this last name right, Bulkholz, B-U-C-H-H-O-L-Z. You know, we're going we're gonna to have the name of the book and a link on, uh, on the show notes. So don't worry about that. Okay, great. Yeah, so I um, heard about this book from my clients. And then I just started sharing it to saying, hey, you know, to my other clients, I just started saying, hey, some clients had really good results about this book. You might want to try it out, check it out. And every client I suggested that to who got the book and did the program, they reported tremendous results. And so much so that they didn't have to come to me anymore. Man, that's, that's I fantastic, love that. isn't it? And that's fantastic. It is. It's, it makes you feel really good that you can share, empower your clients to heal themselves. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, what else are we in business for, really? <laughs> exactly. True. So, and I even went back into my files and contacted a few migraine people that I've known that I've worked with extensively that I haven't had much luck with. And I told them about the book. Mm-hmm. And I, one of my clients, this is a woman who's pretty much had daily migraines, been hospitalized for migraines numerous times, have been to many, many doctors, have tried many, many things. And she stayed with me. She really, acupuncture helped a little. It helped her with all her other health issues, but it helped her a little with her headaches. Mm-hmm. So she stayed with it. But after, I haven't seen her in like a year, so I contacted her, told her about the book. And she reported back to me. She goes, well, it's been over three and a half weeks, no migraines. Uh, that's, that's quite impressive. She had them weekly, right? Daily. Oh, daily. She uh, had about six to seven a week. Wow. And it, it, sometimes it would just be one long migraine. Yeah. That would go on for days. Yeah, so right. for her to have no migraines for three and a half weeks is a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she. I guess we could say it was statistically significant. Yes, very much so. (laughs) So why don't you break it down for us here? Give us, uh, give us some of the basic steps and highlights of what your patients and you have, have learned from this book so that our listeners can, can start to help themselves. So the first step of the book is he outlines how a lot of the med medication for migraines and for headaches cause rebound. Oh yeah, that's pretty common knowledge. And, and that's pretty common knowledge. And and he said that so much so that the rebound, the initial causes of the migraine may be long gone, and people are just cycling on rebound, rebound headaches. And usually, one of the um, tall tale signs of that is the headaches are becoming more frequent mm-hmm. and more intense as the years go by. That's usually a sign that a rebound cycle is happening. And I have so many clients where that's the case. I I have too. Yeah, so his his first step is to get people off of all medications that you take on an as-needed basis. Because some migraine medications 
do not cause rebound. And he mm -hmm. delineates that. But it's usually the, the medications that you take as needed. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that cause rebound most often. Right. And so this is the scariest step for all my clients. Yes. I, I, I always tell them, just read the book. Read the whole book before you take this step. So you have a picture of what to expect because when you go off those rebounds, you usually have a week or two of a lot of discomfort or maybe even more. It depends on what kind of meds you were on. Right. So there's going to be a, a period of time as, as they come off these meds that are, that are actually making the situation worse. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be really uncomfortable. Yes. And in my experience with the clients report back to me, it's usually less than a week. Now, the, in the book, he mentions longer, but the clients who have told me said, oh, for four or five days, it was pretty bad. And then it's, then they're through only, it. Only four or five days. It, that's what they reported back to me, which uh -huh. is great to hear. Yeah, that's, that's a positive thing. I was, when you initially said get off the medication for rebound, you know, that causes rebounds. I'm thinking, oh my God, they're going to be dealing with weeks, maybe months. But, And that can be the case sometimes, but my experience with my clients, it's usually a week or less. And to them, it's worth it. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. Well, and the money they save too. Uh, exactly. So that's step one. Step one, get off the, re the medication. You get off the medication that causes rebound. Right. Step two is reducing your trigger load. Mm -hmm. And what he talks about it is there's two things that come together in us that give us headaches. One is the triggers, and the other is the threshold. Now, threshold, everyone's threshold is different. People with very high thresholds, they can have all kinds of triggers and never get a headache. And, and that's those people who don't have headaches on a regular basis. But everyone has triggers. It's just if the threshold's high enough, you, you don't get headaches. Mm -hmm. But there are some unfortunate people with very low thresholds. So the smallest thing is going to set them off. Smallest trigger sets them off. Right. And a triggers, bright light, uh, a, a strong fragrance. Exactly. Yeah. And triggers are all kinds. It can be weather, mm -hmm. hormones, like cycle, uh, especially women on their cycle. So weather, hormones, food, all kinds of foods can do it. Like you said, smells or lights can be triggers. So there's all kinds of triggers. And a lot of the triggers we can't control. We can't control the weather. Right. It may be hard to control hormones. I mean, we're only limited on that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so certain triggers, smells and environment, we can't always control. No, there's, I mean, there's only so much yeah. that we can do. But, but for the things that we can control. And that's usually diet. Ah, yes, our, our old friend diet. <laughs> yes. So that's where he focuses on because that's the one thing we can control. Mm -hmm. And he, so step two is looking at our diets and eliminating all possible triggers. What are some of the common dietary triggers? So the common ones, well, he, a big one, caffeine. Ugh. Caffeine he says caffeine is a rebound medication. It causes rebound. So he goes, that's one trigger that he's almost absolute on. He goes, mm -hmm. you, you got to get off caffeine because mm -hmm. that's the re rebound. It acts just like a rebound medication. So that's the biggie. And then a lot of tyramine, foods mm -hmm. that are high in tyramines. And, 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 food, and what foods are high in tyramines? 
so tyramine's an amino acid. It's in a lot of foods, but it's the foods that are high in tyramine. So we're looking at any foods that eat, that are aged, cheese, wine, certain vinegars, mm. uh, so all those, but also chocolate, you know, the typical ones, chocolate, anything fermented can be a problem for migraines. So things that are fermented, would that include things like kimchi or sauerkraut as well? That I don't know, actually. I don't think so. That's a good question. And he, li- he, he lists them out pretty specifically in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a, a copy of the book right in front of me, but that I don't know. But I'm thinking more um, beer, certain liquors. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. Right. And th- and he talks about other triggers too. Tyramine's just kind of one of them. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the heavy hitter. That's the first yep. one to. Uh, and it's in a lot. Yeah. Like soy sauce can have them. And he also talks about MSG. Oh, yeah. And that's a common trigger. Yeah. And that's hidden in lots of things. Yes. That one causes a lot of mischief for, for other folks as well. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying the show. I'd love to know about what topics are of interest to you. If you have a health concern, or if you want to know specifics about how acupuncture can help to promote vibrant well-being, visit the website at www everydayacupuncturepodcast.com and send an email. So one thing he did make a point on, and he says the common mistake people make is they get off some triggers, but they don't get off all of them. Mm-hmm. And so people say, well, I've tried to go, because gluten, I found, can be a trigger for people. Right. MSG, or some people say, why? Well, got off MSG and it helps, but I still get a lot of headaches. Or I've gotten off gluten and it helped a little, but I still get a lot of headaches. Or I've given up chocolate and red wine and nothing changed. I still get a lot of headaches. So what he talked about is if you just give up one or two triggers, your trigger load still may be over your threshold often. So he says across the board, you got to give up your dietary triggers. And then after, what happens is you gain control of your headaches. Right. And once that happens... So is he uh, suggesting that you need to give these things up forever? Or will the threshold change as there's less load on the system? Well, what he talks about is if you give up enough of your triggers, your trigger load goes way, way down. So your, uh, your apparent threshold rises, even though your threshold may not even rise. Mm-hmm. Your parent threshold. Right. You're living under the threshold now. Yep. So he goes, and then you can start introducing certain triggers back. Mm-hmm. He said, what you want to do, though, is have two or three months of headache control where you're, you're in control of your headaches. You're not getting them. Mm-hmm. And then you can start experimenting with certain foods back. Like so some you- people like to try chocolate back or have a glass of red wine and see where that is. And you get to know your limit. So you may be able to have one chocolate every now and again or a little wine every now and again or some cheese, but you can't have all of them every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, he says once you gain control, then you can start playing with your trigger load to see what's your limits. Right. So once you have a new baseline set up. Exactly. And you know you can live without headaches. You yeah. can start to experiment and see, okay, if I do this, will I get that? And and then it helps you make better choices about what you're doing. 
Yeah. And also you get to see, like for instance, if a big storm rolls in and the pressure changes a lot, does that still bring on a headache or not? And if it doesn't, then even a big trigger like weather changes that can often trigger headaches, then you know your trigger load's pretty low. You know, it gives you a a gauge. Mm -hmm. So he talks about all that. And that's step two. So working with your trigger load. Mm -hmm. And step three is, I think, where acupuncture still comes in. And I still work with some people on step three. Step three is about raising your threshold. Right. So usually people do step one and two. And in my experience with my clients, that's for most of them, that's all they need to do. That's they have headache control. Mm-hmm. Now, some people still need to go on certain medication or continue with acupuncture to raise that overall threshold. Mm-hmm. And some of the medications that he talks about in the book are low level, low doses of um, certain antidepressants, or they're not usually headache drugs. They're usually medications they find work on headaches, but you take them every day. They're not on an as-needed basis. They just kind of raise your threshold. Uh-huh. It's more of a systemic uh, intervention. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And again, this is where I think acupuncture can work. And I have a few clients who still come in on a semi-regular basis. And if they get that level of acupuncture, they it's like they get even more control over their headache. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you, uh, you bring up an interesting point, and I, I've seen this in my practice too. People come in for one thing, and sometimes it changes, sometimes it doesn't. But what's really curious is that there's these other things in their life they didn't even realize they were having issues with, mm-hmm. and they start to change. You know, their sleep gets better, their digestion suddenly is good, acne they had that they'd given up on treating goes away. I mean, there's there's mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff that happens when the entire system is in a in a greater state of balance. Yeah, absolutely. And I think people were suffering from chronic headaches are in such a place of physical compromise. Mm. They're not sleeping well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people lose their appetite because of the nausea, so they're not eating on a regular basis. So once they get that under control, all kinds of things start improving. And they can start exercising again, because sometimes exercise can be a trigger. You know, they, they they can just have a life, which is really amazing. I did have one client She's had, she saw many specialists. She was an older woman. She's had migraines, she said, over 30 years. They progressively have gotten worse as she aged. Mm-hmm. And they were about three to four a week. And I told her, and she didn't even buy the book. I just told her about certain protocols like the tyramines and get off gluten. And I gave her a list of foods high in tyramine. Mm-hmm. Um, she called back 50 days later or 51 days later. And she left a message with our admin. She goes, tell Brian that it's been 51 days since I saw him and I haven't had a headache since. Wow. And she didn't even get off medication, I don't think. She was just one of those people that just an overall dietary intervention worked. Right. And she was. She goes, my digestive issues went away too. <laughs> and I think she was having gluten stuff going on because she was having a lot of bloating and gas and all that. Hey, could could you provide us a list of the major triggers? You know, the gluten, the tyramine, that sort of thing. We could put that on the uh, show notes page, and oh, uh, sure. listeners could download that 
and uh, and get started with this themselves. Absolutely. Now, he does make one point. If you're on a rebound cycle with medication, mm-hmm. no matter what nutritional intervention you do, it, doesn't matter. it won't work. Right. And I think that's where people got really frustrated. It's like, well, I've gone, I've tried giving up all these different kinds of foods and it hasn't worked. For some people on a rebound cycle, they need to get out of that rebound cycle off their meds. So step the one is, is get off those meds. Now, it is. Is this something that they should talk to their headache doctor about? Um, is there help that a headache doctor can give them with getting off their meds? Or is it just something that they're going to need to cold turkey on their own? I, I, I'm hesitating to answer that because I have clients whose headache doctor thought the protocol wouldn't work and was kind of poo-pooing it. And then it worked. Mm. So some, the guy who wrote the book, he's a professor of neurology at John Hopkins, and this is his specialty. And all he, he lectures on it, he writes many papers on headaches. And so he's ahead of the curve, and a lot of doctors just don't know this information or uh-huh. don't, uh, don't know it in the way that he knows it, where you got to get off meds first, get off all your triggers, mm-hmm. and then increase your threshold. They, they do it more piecemeal, and so they don't see the power of this kind of approach. Right. So a lot of times they may or may not be your best ally. Mm-hmm. So it's good to know that going in. Yeah. Um, not all doctors have the same understanding mm-hmm. of headaches. And I've had some clients, their neurologists did get it either. Mm-hmm. And they have great results. They just did, took it on themselves. My experience is most migraine people, they're used to doctors not having the answer because they've been to many doctors sure. already. And and when they come to me, it's like, oh, let's try this. I mean, we're in St. Louis, so acupuncture is not as well known. So it's like, let's try this voodoo stuff called acupuncture. And um, <laughs> so they're kind of been through the Western medical system already. Right. So, but one thing I do tell them, I said, when you're going through that period of getting off your migraine rebound medication, I said, come in two, three times in a week. With acupuncture, we can help them through that, that I find. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've certainly is able to make that ride a little smoother. Yeah. You know, I've, I've seen this in my practice too, where they may be in a headache cycle and they'll come in and uh, they'll say, you know, I was, I was actually okay for a day or two, but then it came back. Yeah. And, and so I think it makes a lot of sense, especially coming out of a rebound cycle, go get acupuncture every other day for... However long it takes. However long it takes to get off the rebound meds. And and now you're just working with the uh with the threshold levels after that. Yes. And and then your dietary intervention can work. Yeah. Cool. Well, gosh, we're about out of time here. Wow, that went by. It yeah. (laughs) Time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? Yes. (laughs) So I want to thank you again for uh for being on the show and for sharing this. Um it's great information that people can use, you know, for themselves to stay out of the doctor's office. Absolutely. And I wish everyone knew about this book who suffers from migraines because it has helped so many of my clients and I'd love to see people regain their lives back. Absolutely. Well, again, that, that book and your list of trigger foods and such, uh, will be up on the website in the show notes. So uh, y'all can go to that and take a look at it and 
download that stuff. And if you need some, some acupuncture for, uh, for migraines, you can go visit Community Acupuncture St. Louis. All right, Brian, thanks so much. All right. Thank you, Michael. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Everyday Acupuncture. If so, please take a moment, click on the iTunes review button, and leave a review of the show. And be sure to tune in again next week.